Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. I am so excited that you're here with me today. As always, want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with just incredible caffeinated beverages. Do yourself a favor and go check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. Hey guys, I just want to let you guys know up front, the audio that you're about to hear is a little poor. Um, the interview that I had last year with Jeff Todd from Canica Camps was a great interview, but the audio is just not that great. And so I just want to let you know up front that it's a little, it's a little off. So I hope you guys enjoy this and it's beneficial to your week. I was thinking last night about how impactful we as moms and dads are to our children. And I was praying with my son, and after I got done praying with him, he had this just moment of authenticity about him. And he's normally like this jokey kid at night, and he just he put his hands on my shoulder and he said, Dad, I just want you to know that I'm really thankful that you pray over us every night. And he gave me this big hug and <laughs> went to bed. I just was like, whoa, that's like a reality check that's a good reality check. You Sometimes we get bad reality checks. This was a good reality check. And sometimes it feels like we're in the middle of everything that's you know happening in our lives and all the insanity, all the crazy, and we take for granted how impactful we are to our uh, to our kids and the people in our lives. And our kids see us all the time, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And our kids know us the most. They know when we're trying to pull a fast one, and they know when we're being real with them. So I know that maybe you're in the middle of just some insanity. I just want to offer some encouragement for a minute. Don't give up. Keep being consistent. Keep being present. And if you're not doing those things, man, own it. Own where you've fallen short and then strive to run with Christ-centered intentions to be a godly parent. So hopefully that encourages some of you. But all of that to say is I want to introduce a special guest on the show today. His name's Jeff Todd, a.k.a. GT. And uh, I, I get to interview so many fun people since I started this program. And GT and I met back in 2007 here in Bartlesville. And just a little bit on GT, he is the Kanakuk Kauai or Kate Kauai director. And he's the director of After Dark and Pure Excitement, which are ministries of Kanakuk. And uh, GT graduated from the University of Kansas. Okay, GT, we're going to have to give you a, a pass on that one or maybe some grace. Rock shock. Rock shock. <laughs> he's married to Lindsay and has two daughters, Harper and Finley. Yeah, he's, according to his bio here that I got off the internet, he enjoys sports. I would hope he enjoys sports since he works for Kennecook, which is a sports camp. Um, and music and acting, which I didn't know that you did acting, but. You do. That's that's fun. So all of this on the internet, it's true, right? That's right. That's right. So all of this is to further the gospel and and to share Jesus with everybody comes in contact. Um. So hey, GT, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Good to talk to you, Caleb. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. So you and I met back in. You probably don't remember this because you are in dual kind. I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. But back in 2007, we did. You guys. did a pure excitement, pure excitement event. Bartlesville. Holy cow. So you do yeah, remember. We had some worship. We yeah, some we worship. did. We uh, shared the gospel. It was a great night. It was a fun night. And it, we uh, when we set that thing up originally, this was back in 2007, Lecrae was just coming onto the scene. And mm-hmm. everybody would just, I mean, 
because originally when we talked, he was like, oh, we're going to bring, bring in Toby Mack. And so I was out of my mind excited. And he like, well, we couldn't get Toby, so we're bringing this guy. He's really awesome. His name's Lecrae. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I met Lecrae and like <laughs> just blew my mind. So that was that was a fun little story. So how are things going in your world? Yeah, man. Uh, it's going great. Fantastic. Good, good. So I want to just – you mind if we go through some questions? I just wanted to – so people get to know who you are. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. So, okay. Who are who is GT? I mean, what's your claim to fame, brother? Caleb, buddy, your phone's cutting out. Did I lose so you? Sorry, man. All right, let's try again. Yeah, there we go. Can you hear me now? Okay. Hey, so what's your claim to yeah. fame, brother? Tell me about GT. How, who who are you, and what uh, what's your claim to fame? Man, claim to fame is I was lost and now I'm found. Saved by grace and trying to uh, understand grace more so I can extend it more. Uh, and that's not the church answer. That's the reality. Yeah. So if I'm known by anything, man, I hope it's as so, hubby of one, me and wifey for lifey. Uh, <laughs> 15 years of marriage. Got two little girls, uh, eight and turning six in two weeks. Harper Story and Finley Winter. And uh, so hopefully hubby, daddy. Uh, and, and pursuing Jesus and pursuing them. So just just a little bit, how did Jesus get a hold of you? And watching some K, KU Jayhawk basketball. And, oh, and man, you said KU. Here we go. Oh, I did. I went there. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. Hey, we, I'll, I'll give grace on sports, so it's totally fine. So tell me, you said you say by grace. Give me just sort of kind of the, the Reader's Digest version of how Jesus got a hold of you. Yeah, man, so I, I think the, the grace in which I was saved was uh, out of a, a church complacency. Um, you know, I, I know there's lots of different testimonies, and honestly, I've interviewed tons of staff as we hire about 2,000-plus college staff at Kanakuk every year, and a lot of times students will lead in. When we ask them this question, hey, tell me your testimony, and they're like, well, it's, you know, it's kind of a boring one. It's kind of the same as a lot of people. I grew up in church and went to youth group. And, and you know, I'm always like, like there's, there's never a boring testimony. Thank ever. you. Yes. Ever. Because when Jesus moves the heart of stone to a heart of flesh and reminds us of his grace that is sufficient over anything and everything, be that an addiction or be that church, yep. uh, that – and that's not a slam on church. It's just that oftentimes replaces Jesus in the gospel for many people. And oh, yeah, church yeah. is an enhancement of the gospel and a place that the gospel can be proclaimed and, and encouraged our walk and understanding the character of Christ. And so I, I grew up in a Christian home. I, I went to church, and, and uh, you know, we were there on Sundays, and I was in youth group. And, um, you know, but so much of it for me was just kind of that's what we're – we were about as a family and yeah. um, as far as like understanding the real truth and and trusting the character of Christ in my life that that didn't really happen until eighth grade um, that I, I kind of have a, had a solid understanding um, and it happened through camp which is is fun in that I'm I think that was kind of the jump off point of the Lord's uh, hand in my story of what I do now and yeah. uh, have done throughout my life, but um, went away to a young life camp, uh, Frontier Ranch, Buena Vista, Colorado. Grew up in Colorado, 
Um, and so, honestly, went because of some cute girls. And, uh, <laughs> I liked the guy that was my um, kind of youth group, small group leader. Um, although we never met, never did Bible study, he was just a cool dude that I hung with on Wednesday nights, me and a bunch of dudes. And yeah. so I ended up at this place, away from everything, uh, in an environment that we were having a blast without all the other stuff that we were normally dependent on. And um, got to hear a speaker speak to making your faith your own and for me that was kind of the first time i probably had heard it lots of times before that but i was in a space and a place that i could hear it and it resonated for me of going oh that's that really is what it means to have a personal decision uh uh, to follow jesus And, and at this stage in my life i need to start making decisions that that reflect that and and not just play a role but engage in a, a relationship and so yeah so that's the the grace in which i was saved man um through my wandering eyes of looking at cute girls and through my desire to just kind of have fun doing stuff and all of a sudden the lord dropped me into an environment that i got to be reminded of truth and and for me it triggered in that moment very cool awesome awesome so tell us how you got involved with the sports camp Canacuck. Yeah, so, and, and I'll just, I, I love that that's kind of a, a huge, um, kind of what camp's known for, but I would even echo, just because I know there's a lot of listeners out there potentially that uh, do wonder a little bit more about Canic Duck, and, yeah. and I would say it's an act, activities-based, definitely, like, if, you, if you're if you an athlete and you want to come and get better at your sport, man, we've got that, uh, but I would also say if, if athletics isn't your number one thing, there are areas that, man, we just, we've got great activities and counselors that um, just dive in. Um, so it's, it's an athletic and activity camp, just depending on who the person is and what they're trying to accomplish out of summer uh, based on what they can sign up for. Nice. Um, I, I love the athletic side of things. I direct our family camp. We don't make moms and dads run lines or you know, <laughs> do, uh, do basketball drills. So there's just a lot going on in our, our 12 different camps. But, um, but I got plugged in actually uh, through my youth pastor in Colorado when I was graduating high school. Um, I was kind of working a job in town, getting ready to go off to school, and uh, he came in one Sunday and had just gotten off the phone with a, a guy named Chris Cooper, um, who is, gosh, unbelievable man. Very he, uh, he had reached out and said, hey, we're short a counselor in training, if you've got any guys. Uh, and so my youth pastor like, I got a guy. I'm going to put him on a Greyhound bus and send him your way. Nice. So, uh, nice. I knew nothing about Kennecuck. I knew nothing about Branson, Missouri. Uh, <laughs> I just knew I was working a job busing tables, wearing a tux. And uh, this sounded awesome. Pastor Todd Nichols said, hey, you love Jesus, you love sports, and you love kids. Get on the Greyhound bus and, and go do this thing. You'll never, you'll never regret it. And obviously so, you haven't. I have not. That's awesome. So <laughs> I have not. The, you were on the family camp, and I was, I was looking at it's K Kauai, correct? Am I, am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, K Kauai. So that's like the island. It's Sorry. like Hawaii in the middle of Branson. Come on. I, I, I was it. looking at the pictures, and it literally looked like a Hawaii. I mean, the way that some of the shots are and everything, I was like, holy cow. You, you guys even have palm trees. <laughs> We do, man. We do. So what? What does family I'll, camp I'll go look ahead like? And be super transparent. 
super transparent. They're not real palm trees. They sure feel like it. It's going to say, I bet right about now in Branson there, they'd be struggling if they were real. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So give me some details about what what does it look like? What's what's family camp about for for you? Yeah. So, you know, uh, for so many years, families would show up at closing ceremonies for their kids and and uh, a lot of the parents were like, man, I wish there was something like this for us. Yeah. And and so eventually we heard that and said, you know what, let's make something for, for families to come. Um, I think the timing of it, you know, this was summer 13 that we just celebrated and, uh, you know, into our teenage years. But, uh, man, of, of any time that uh, we need a place that a family can come together and get invested in, uh, not just with an escape of going, we just need a vacation, uh, but a purposeful vacation that, that yep. invests in the marriage, that invests in the family, that invests in the kids, um, that allows people to step out of there with shared experience that they can draw from all year long. Um, it's now, you know, when the family unit, when marriage is, is so under attack. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. So we, we create this space, and it, it, we call it the island. We want it to feel like an island. Um, We try and go tech-free as much as possible. It's not a mandate, but we encourage it. And um, we've got a lot of the things in place that um, that allow people to to set those devices down, uh, even without that mandate. They just don't want them because we've got so much going on. Um, We bring in incredible speakers uh, to pour into mom and dad in the morning time while my college staff is out with with kids pouring into them. And then we merge family over every single meal. So we're a place that actually does three meals a day together as family, which is pretty rare in the household these days. It really is. Um, And uh, and so even just that, you know, being at a a table together with counselors and um, just having good conversation uh, Uh and catching up on what's going on. And and then in the afternoon, everyone merges activities all over the place. And then evening, evening activity, uh, we do throw in a a date night uh, for mom and dad to to just get some time together. We've got single families for adults to just have some good adult fellowship time. Nice. Um, and then the kids get to just be kids with our staff and, and dive in. Um, so really it's just a week set apart that's rooted in uh, in proclaiming the kingdom and encouraging families to participate in it through love, laughter, and recreation. I love that, man. That's so great. And, and when you say you're bringing speakers, you guys don't mess around. Like you, you, I saw one year you brought in Mike, Matt Chandler. Like that's that's crazy awesome. Yeah, Matt and Lauren have been unbelievable uh, blessing. Josh Patton, Patton yeah. uh, who's going at the village, he's going to be uh, there this year. But yeah, Matt and, and Lauren have been around for multiple years, and with Ben Stewart uh, from Passion yep. Church out in DC, and founder of Breakaway has been in, and uh, guys from North Point, guys from Watermark, JP, who I know you've had on your your program, incredible communicator. Yeah, great guy. Uh, so yeah, we've we've got we feel very blessed. We've got some incredible folks, Life Church TV pastors. But you know, our, our hearts not because they're they're out there. Just uh, you know, lots of people know them. Uh, we just man, they bring incredible content. We love their hearts. Mm-hmm. We love the the men that they are and the the families that they are and and uh, and we try and let it be a blessing for them too that they come and they they're communicators, but that their family really really enjoys that time and they even get time together um and it's not just a work trip for them yeah that's awesome that's so fun so obviously um one of my questions was what who are some of your favorite pastors and authors but i think you just answered that sort of so (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i mean i kind of like uh you know paul as an author and you know matthew martin luke john solid guys but (laughs) you know i when i read 
uh, and it's not those authors. Um, yeah, I just I tend to to go towards guys that I've met or that I I know uh, that what is on the page translates into their life, and so yeah, I enjoy reading quite a few of the folks that that I've I've come in contact with. Awesome. So, what what right now? What's God showing you right now? What's what's something right now that God's just really put on your heart? Yeah, um, man, a lot. I I think probably an overriding theme um, is uh, faithfulness over phenomenal. Uh, you know, I've, I've run a camp that you know a lot of families or a lot of marriages or a lot of staff. And they come in going, man, we want phenomenal results by the end of this week. Or, you know, I run events through After Dark and Pure Excitement, and we're going, man, we want to put together a phenomenal event. These things happen. And, um, I, I've just been reminded, you know, uh, man, when, when Jesus called his disciples, um, he didn't call phenomenal people. And I know there's lots of sermons and lots of talks on this, but, yeah. and I think for me, just being in a space of, of a lot of, uh, expectations of, man, we need big things to happen. We need major results. And it doesn't mean that we should downplay the expectation that God can do phenomenal things. But I think sometimes when we put the expectation on ourselves of going, I want to be phenomenal, um, or I want a phenomenal marriage, or I want to be a phenomenal dad, or I want to put on on a phenomenal event, um, that we bear a lot of the burden that, that isn't necessary, that that Jesus has said, hey, I, I want to make that burden light, right? Like, I'm here to do the phenomenal. I just need your faithfulness. Absolutely. And and that's not a cop-out. That's not an excuse not to work hard. That's not an excuse not to be intentional when you're with your family, but, but to, to be satisfied with faithfulness yeah, puts yeah. us in a place of humility and and reminds us, who what we're doing is about in the first place. And so, you know, I think that's what, man, for me, um, I, I found comforting. I've, I've found it to be good counsel as I'm talking with different uh, married couples or with just people who are struggling. I've just gone, man, I've just worn out. I mean, my college staff who 24-7, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And I'm like, man, like, what's drawing you away from faithfulness? And what are you walking in faithfulness with? And, and there becomes more of a peace when we do that, right? Like, yeah. it's almost like God intended it that way of going, I didn't ask you to do all of this. I asked you to follow me, faithfully follow me. And when you do that, man, you're going to get to experience the phenomenal things that I and I alone can do. Absolutely. So I I know that you're, you've been married, you said, 15 years now? Yeah, man. So advice that you would give to married couples? What uh, maybe just starting out? We've got a lot of young adults who listen to the show. What uh, what's uh, something you would give to a young young adult that's just jumping into marriage? Uh, just jumping in, man. Uh, enjoy every moment of it uh, before before kiddos come, and and I don't mean that negatively about when kiddos come. Cause yeah, kiddos no. are a blessing on blessing. But I think utilizing that time, not not wasting that time, not um, not allowing that time to just slip by, but being very intentional with that time, uh, to just know each other well, uh, to figure out how how you can best serve one another, not for the sake of just having a, a lovey-dovey marriage, but like to, because you know, like you're going to get after it, and and when you have to get after it, and there's intense seasons of life. Mm-hmm. that there can be a trust that's been built up um, that you are going to be present for one another, that you are going to be serving one another 
not just so the other person's happy that day, but because you're just going to serve them, uh, whether that person smiles back or is joyful back, but that, that you're in such a place of just going, man, I'm just, I am here to support you. Um, and then war against the, the lie of the, you know, the Jerry Maguire, you complete me. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of times jumping into the marriage, a lot of people are like, oh, he's, he's so special here and he does this. And man, I'm just so like lacking in that area. So he does that for us. And, you know, the reality is we were never intended to complete each other. Amen. Uh, that's, that's what Jesus does. So <laughs> right. And so, uh, he completed that on the cross and he, he is our completion. Uh, he makes our joy complete. Like that's not, that's not each other's role. We're there to come alongside in allowing Jesus to do that for the other person. And so we get to serve in ways that, that set the other person up for that. Amen. That's so good. Love it. So, and, and now you, I noticed you said something that you enjoy each other's company prior to kids, but once kids get there, what, as, as fathers, I mean, you got, you got two little ones as fathers, what should we be doing as, as dads to impact our children's lives? Yeah. Uh, so one, and, and I'll kind of transition it from the marriage question. So as kids enter the picture, I think one thing we can do to serve our kids is not make them the center of our universe. Amen. Um, Preach I, that. I think too, too many, you know, marriages with kids become so child centered so quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a season, you know, when, when your kid is dependent on you for survival, like, <laughs> and you have to be up at three and five. And I mean, there's, there's moments that it's important that you take care of your kids. Yes. Right? Like yes. I'm not saying that, but um, when it becomes all about them, we, we do them such an injustice. And so I think one thing that we can do for our kids is love our spouses extremely well mm. in front of them. Very uh, good. Have adult relationships that echo the values that we want to raise them up in. Um, if you're surrounding yourself with married couples that are, you know, lifestyle, your kids are watching this go on and they're kind of confused by that. So again, kind of that equally yoked, like what are we putting our kids in front of? What are we uh, exhibiting in our relationship, both marriage as well as friendships? So I think that's one thing. I think just as a dad period, um, man, I would say uh, be present when you're present and uh, fight to be present even when you can't be present. So nice. I, I travel a bunch, and, and I've got to fight to be intentional from the road, and if that's as simple as a FaceTime or a, a quick note or something before I leave or when I'm coming back, like just <clears throat> allowing them to understand, and I, I, I'm there. I'm, I'm with them. Yeah. You know, Heavenly Father makes a promise, I'm with you, I'll never leave, I'll never forsake you, and, and you know we're in our humanity can't amass that same promise to the level that he does, but as a father who represents and shows our kids what the heavenly father looks like, yeah. I think helping them understand, man, I'm here. I'm, I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to forsake. Like, when I'm present, my device is down. You've got my attention. If I'm, I'm frustrated by something, I've got to shelf that. That's a mm -hmm. way I can serve. Mm -hmm. uh, still deal with it in my timing, but, like, not overflow that into my kids. So be present when you're present, and when you're not present, fight uh, for that presence anyways. I, I mean, that's, that's so good. And I love that. And I'm, I, cause I, I am one of those guys that I, I have to fight the war and I have to fight against that. Cause I pick up my phone and it's, it's sometimes an addicting thing and I have to really make war on that sometimes. And it's just, that's a good, thank you for reminding. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good reminder. Um, okay. So 
let's transition a little bit here. Favorite sports teams. Obviously, we know that college is going to be KU, correct? <laughs> Rock chalk, man. And bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, I'm gonna throw a, a, a hiccup in the matrix. So I did ministry in Oklahoma, and so I kind of got. Uh, and I moved to Austin, Texas, and I married a Texas girl who went to Baylor, and so I got some Texas and Baylor love, and I've got a kid I was discipling that's playing ball at Baylor. So, and I'm Big 12, but KU is at the top of the heap, absolutely, always. Awesome. Okay, so all right, we got that. That's that's good. What um, In doing all the events that you do, you travel all over the place with all these insanely talented folks. What, what's one, been one of the most memorable events that you've done? Oh man, bro! There's there's really not just one, and I could tell stories for days. Uh, <laughs> I, I really like when we go places that we've never been before. Um, you know, we we did uh, a couple on the West Coast that USC and Pepperdine, and uh, man, we did an event at USC that uh, sticks out in my mind because we dropped an event in the middle of that campus that hadn't really ever seen anything like it. Um, there was a uh, Muslim head of the Office of Religious Life who actually donated money towards our event. Uh, Holy cow. We felt like this was the first thing that had come to their campus um, that had really fought to bring the evangelical Christian ministries together. The Jewish ministries were doing stuff together. Uh, the uh, Muslim ministries were doing stuff together, but all the evangelical Christian ministries were doing their own thing. Um, and I don't know if we got any USC listeners. I'm sure that's changed since then. But <laughs> prior to that, man, that was an issue. And so he was like, man, I love that you guys are doing this and fighting for this. And so, and we got to see some reconciliation between some of those evangelical Christian ministries from uh, things that had happened in the past. Oh, wow. On the steel. And then we saw, you know, this Bovard Auditorium that's been used on film sets nationwide in different movies, um, man, be just the, the hub for the gospel to be shared. Um, so and had athletes and Greeks and uh, academics and uh, international students coming into the same exact place, uh, all hearing the same gospel um, breathed out so well and so effectively by Joe. Um, had some great artists that night and just saw some really incredible things uh, come out of that night. And, and honestly, it go, goes back to the faithful over phenomenal. It all began because of the faithfulness of one college girl who said, I want this on my campus. That's and it was awesome. awesome. That's, yeah. and, and that's literally yeah. how we so did that, that one sticks out the most, probably. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's literally how we did the Pure Excitement event. I just reached out to, I think it was Don Ford at the time. And, yeah. and he, uh, yeah. he got me in touch with you. And we literally, it came to Oklahoma Wesleyan here in Bartlesville. And I think we had like 800 students show up for that thing. It was insane. Yeah, man. Brother, so, with the faith the size of a mustard seed, it, he can move mountains. Absolutely, faith absolutely. So cool. Hey, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to talk to me and, and just to share your story and just the things that, are, that God's showing you. Would you um, dismiss us in prayer? Um, absolutely. And, Caleb, thanks for the, thanks for the invite. Um, man, it's fun to, to get to support you because I know you're out there faithfully holding out the truth, and, uh, and thanks for doing what you do, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Father, we just want to close out, Lord, this time together. Um, Father, humbling ourselves before you, um, asking, Father, for for your continued grace and your continued mercy, which you pour out in abundance. Um, But, Father, that we 
we oftentimes don't stop and we don't pause and we don't thank you or ask uh, for you to continue to just reveal um, those things in our lives that we might be able to hold them out um, authentically and transparently into others' lives that oftentimes we go on fumes of, of what we know to be true but aren't, aren't rooted in that. And so right now I just pray for, for Caleb, for myself, for the listeners, um, Lord, just that, uh, that we would be uh, men and women who worship in spirit and in truth, not just out of emotion or circumstance, but in spirit and in truth, that that's what we would be rooted in. And the only way we can be rooted in that is to seek first your kingdom over our own, your righteousness, not our self-righteousness, that the rest might be added. So, uh, Father, thanks for this time that we get to just talk about your truth and your gospel. And, and uh, Father, it is uh, it is what saves. And so uh, that is what allows us to say with a resounding, uh, resounding voice, amen. Uh, we love you, Lord. Amen, amen. 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 Thank you so much. You guys have a great week. Well, guys, I hope that interview was encouraging to your heart. I just pray that as you heard our conversation, you were just spurred on to want to make an impact in your family's life, in your home. As a father, making an impact is the most important thing you can do. If you want some more resources to help you in your parenting, check out my website, www.calebgordon.com. I have interviews and podcasts talking about families, fathering, parenting, marriage, all those things that are going to help you become a better Christian. Check them out at www.calebgordon.com. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.